You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode 50. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Well, good morning. I hope you are having a fabulous day, whether it's morning for you or not. I am sitting here overlooking my garden and I've got my dog Frankie next to me, my tea in my hand, and I am awaiting a beautiful day that's going to shape up here in Northern California. It's going to be sunny and beautiful. I can already feel it and I can already see that the sky has the sun peeking out. So this is really exciting for me. It's been a long rainy season, so I am really excited about the weather right now. Okay, so... I want to talk to you today about the mirror practice. I'm going to share how we can use our life as a mirror to begin making change. And this practice is really about understanding that our surroundings reflect our beliefs and using that information to make change in our lives. And the first step to changing our lives, the first step to deciding that something's got to give The first step to understanding why we are getting the results that we're getting in our lives is really this practice. Even if you're already on your way to cleaning up your mind, making better decisions for yourself, and basically feel like you're on the right track in life, you're going to want to do this practice to get a better understanding of why you do what you do and where you can begin making tweaks. And once you see this, you cannot unsee it. And I'm calling it the mirror practice so that you don't have to take notes. I am breaking down everything we talk about today in a freebie for you. You can get your hands on it at dinacataldo.com forward slash 50. I've also created space in this free PDF so that you can begin this practice on your own. Grab it at dinacataldo.com forward slash 50. Before we get started with this training, I want to share with you a listener review. It's from Meigs8881, who is in Australia. I have been catching up on Dina's podcast the past fortnight. I love that. I love that she said fortnight. I think that's so cool. And I am obsessed. As a lawyer, I am always looking for better ways to practice, not just professionally, but personally. Dina offers great tools for living life with intention and how to incorporate that into everyday life. Thanks, Dina. Well, Meeks, thank you so much for that really sweet review. I appreciate kind words because they keep me motivated to keep bringing you bigger and better trainings and interviews on the podcast. You probably know by now that I rely on subscribes, rates, and reviews too to boost my rankings in iTunes. The more reviews I receive, the more people iTunes pushes my podcast out to. And if you feel like you've been getting value from this podcast every week, I would greatly appreciate it if you took a moment to leave an honest review. I might just share your review on the podcast too. All right, are you ready to dive into this week's training? I'm telling you, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Don't be scared, but just recognize that side effects include you wanting to create massive change in your life. But I really do want to start off this training with some warnings. What I'm about to teach you is not meant to overwhelm you. 
It's meant to bring awareness to what's going on in your life and what you believe about yourself and your life. No matter what you see, you're going to be okay. In fact, I personally would treat this as a litmus test, like an assessment. You can get the temperature of the topics I'm going to talk with you about today. And when you start to recognize what you believe about yourself in these areas of your life, you may be tempted to beat yourself up. Please have compassion for yourself. Every single one of us has an area in our life, usually multiple areas, that we're unsatisfied with. Satisfied. Isn't that the lamest word ever? Who wants to be satisfied? I want exemplary, joyful, amazing, awesome in my life. If you're living your life just satisfied, please recognize that when you're going through this practice. One of the best phrases that I use to remind myself of this concept is, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a hell no. And I'm not 100% sure where I heard that, but it's a great one to go to when you're trying to make a decision. One last thing I want to mention on the overwhelm bit, you may strive for perfection. I've been there. I get it. This practice is not about making yourself perfect. In fact, I've seen that in my life and other people's lives, and it just leads to more stress. I'm not all about that, and neither is this practice. This mirror practice is about recognizing any areas of your life that you can bring more joy and awesome into. It's about recognizing where there's room for change to make you feel more of the feelings you want to have in your life and less of the ones that you don't. So if you start using this mirror practice, recognize that you don't have to make massive change. You just have to take massive action in one tiny area of your life to improve the overall amazingness of your life. Pretty cool, right? Like you can just work on one area of your life and the rest of it substantially improves. And then you're going to be an addict. You're going to want to look around at other areas of your life and think, how can I make this part of my life even more awesome? You'll likely want to replay this episode every six months or so and ask yourself, how can I make my life even better than it is today? All right, quick recap before we move forward. If you notice yourself getting overwhelmed, take a deep breath, let it go, then say, everything's going to be okay. This is like taking a measurement, dipping your toe in the bath before you dive into hot water, right? We're just checking things out. And have compassion for yourself. We're all in the same boat when it comes to working on something, usually multiple things in our life. This is normal. You are not alone here. And there's no stress allowed here, okay? We're not aiming for perfection. We just want to make our life a little bit better. Okay, that was a lot of buildup, but I think you'll find the buildup was worth it. The mirror practice, and remember, you can get the free guide to all of this that I'm going to talk to you about at dinacataldo.com forward slash 50. So you don't have to write any notes or memorize anything. If you're driving in your car or you've got your hands full, I've got you. What we're doing in this practice is systematically looking at every area of our life and seeing what's there and how we feel about it. The reason this practice is so powerful is because it works hand in hand with the thought cycle we've talked about in other podcasts. So it's really easy to work backwards to create what we want in our life. So as a reminder, the thought cycle, our thoughts are interpretations of our circumstances or objective facts that are happening in our life. Our thoughts cause our feelings. Our feelings cause us to act. 
and our actions or behaviors lead to our results. When we implement this mirror practice, we can really see the results in our lives and work backwards to figure out the thoughts that are causing the results. We're working backwards to figure out why we behave the way we do. What feelings do we have about that particular circumstance? And really, what thoughts do we have that are creating those feelings? Once we understand the thoughts that are creating this chain reaction, we can begin unraveling what is usually a lifetime of habits that we've created in different areas of our life. And we don't even recognize it because we've never stopped to think about it. In fact, we usually just think that's the way life is. For example, let's take a look at one area where you can apply the mirror practice. And you can do this in all kinds of areas, right? So we're going to talk about relationships and money, but you can do this in your workplace, your family, how much time you spend doing that pet project that you want to do, whether it's writing a book or creating a course or doing something on the side that really fulfills you. Maybe it has to do with the connections that you make with people outside of your family, outside of those partnerships. Maybe it's growing a business. When you actually take time to work through this process, then you'll be able to create the results that you want. It just takes a little bit of thought and writing it down. Writing it down is crucial because it's really easy for us to take this information in and just listen. But if you want to actually make change, write it down. There's something about that connection between our head and our hand and putting it down on paper to really start to understand what's going on in our head and start to release some of those things that we have been thinking. It's really interesting to watch this work. You'll start thinking about connections that you would not have thought of before if you're just thinking about it. You'll start to recognize patterns in your behavior that you would not recognize if you were just thinking about it. So it's really important that you write it down and I've left you space to do so if you download the free download at dinacataldo.com forward slash 50. I want to look at one particular area, relationships. Let's say the result in your life is that you're attracted to unavailable men or women. Usually when faced with that result, people, other people, of course, not you, may believe that this says something about who they are, that that's just the way they are. They're going to attract unavailable men or women in their life. That's just the way things are. No, that result has nothing to do with how things are, quote unquote. You have agency, you have power. And when you recognize that, then you can move out of victimhood and begin taking charge of your life in that area. If that's what you're seeing in the mirror, if that's what you're seeing in your life, then take a moment to write down where this has shown up in your life. Where have you found yourself attracted to unavailable men or women? And just think through all of those different circumstances, thinking about the different relationships you've had and the interactions that you've had. And oftentimes, I'm going to say probably all the time, but I don't know for sure, obviously. But when you start to look back, there is an early childhood event where something happened that we misinterpreted, right? And I'm going to get into that. So after you've dug up all of these different circumstances where you found yourself attracted to unavailable men or women, then move your attention to how you felt in each of these relationships. All right. So actually think about 
What are the feelings that were brought up? Chances are they are very similar. These feelings probably feel very familiar to you. This is a habit your primal brain has formed. That's why you keep entering these same relationships. Now your brain basically thinks it's saving your life by finding you another mate who matches what you're used to experiencing. It's keeping you safe. That was great when we were being hunted in the wild, but not so great when we're trying to change habits that don't serve us. And this is why we end up in a relationship for way too long. This is why we get into relationships that we just know aren't going to be good for us. Somewhere along the line, we relinquished all of our power to our primal brain and we stopped thinking for ourselves. And it's tough, right? Like these are really tough habits to break. But once you're given these tools to start thinking through this process, then you'll start to see it more in your life. You're going to see areas of your life where you're not happy. You're going to understand why you're not happy. And you're going to understand that it's not you, that this is something that you have control of, that you can change things in your life, that you have the power to do this. The feelings in this particular circumstance I want to talk about, these instances when you might find yourself attracted to unavailable men or women, These feelings you experience might be shame, fear, heartache, insecurity. And now that you've dug up all these feelings, what kind of thoughts are linked with them? Is it shame that you can't seem to get out of this pattern? Shame that you stayed with them so long? Maybe you think you're a moron for staying with them for so long. Maybe there's some insecurity there. You have some insecure thoughts that you're never going to find anyone as quote unquote great as they were again. You have a thought about this fear of loss, right? You're afraid of losing someone, that you're not enough, that it's your fault, that you could have done more. All of these different thoughts might be associated with those feelings. It's up to you to really understand what that thought is. And you're going to know it when you feel it. Like you're going to understand, whoa, that is the thought that I have. It's going to be clearly recognizable to you. One thing that you may notice about these thoughts is that they're grounded in a lack mentality and negativity. These thoughts actually feel heavy. We might think, why would we keep repeating the same pattern over and over if it doesn't feel good to us? The thing is, it's what our primal brain knows. If we're repeating a pattern, it's probably something we learned when we were a kid that was an incorrect interpretation of something that happened. Remember, all thoughts are just interpretations of facts. It doesn't mean that they're right all the time. In fact, humans make a lot of incorrect interpretations. We also call them assumptions. Interpretations help us function in the world quickly, assessing what we do and don't like, what we want more of, what we want less of. But we are training our brain to take a closer look at our worldview so we can make change in our life so that we can have more of those feelings that we want in our life and less of the ones that we don't. We want to be able to see the world as it is and clean up some of these misinterpretations we've made over the years. Now that you know that thoughts are creating the results, what do you do? You start correcting that thought. More accurately, you're changing it to a thought that serves you rather than hinders you. The good news about our brain is that it does not know reality from imagination. So even if you don't completely believe the thought you're creating, it's okay. You're going to get there. You're actually changing your identity with this practice. Your identity may have been of someone who's unlucky in love. And with work on your thoughts, you can morph it into someone whose best relationships are ahead of you. 
Some examples of thoughts you can replace with this relationship example are these. You can go from, I must not be enough, to, the right person will see what I have to offer, to, I'm amazing and anyone would be lucky to be with me. So I created three separate thoughts here because I think that it's really jarring to move from thought number one, I must not be enough, to thought number two, I'm amazing and anyone would be lucky to be with me because they're so different from one another. What we're doing with thought number two is really creating a link. It's like a step up to that next level thought in the third thought. We're going from, I must not be enough to just a step above. The right person will see what I have to offer. And then a step above, I'm amazing. And anyone would be lucky to be with me. Here's another example. We can go from, I can't believe he didn't want to be with me to, it will all work out to, thank God he didn't want to be with me because I'm going to find someone so much better. So you can see the difference there, right? Like it's a little step up going from, I can't believe you didn't want to be with me to the next step. It's all going to work out. It's very neutral thought, right? Like it's not negative. It's not super positive. It's just right there in the middle, nice and balanced. And then we work our way up to the next step. Thank God he didn't want to be with me. Oh my goodness. I'm going to find someone so much better. And I'm doing this because of cognitive dissonance. It's our brain, right? So our brain doesn't like to have that jarring effect. And so I think it's more impactful when you slowly work your way up to that more positive thought. We're just not up to believing the better thought yet and our brain rejects it. When you change your thought, you'll change your feelings, which then impact how you act or behave in the world. This then changes your result. So a person acting from the thought, I must not be enough, will act far differently than someone who has the thought, I'm amazing and anyone would be lucky to be with me. Who do you think will have the better result? Let's do one more example before I give you an assignment. Let's say the area you're focusing on is wealth building. The result you have is no savings or little savings. Maybe you have lots of bills. The feelings you have about this are guilt, shame, insecurity, inadequacy. The thoughts you have are, I didn't save enough. I'm bad at saving. I don't know how to save. I don't know how to curb my spending. Here are some examples of how you can replace these thoughts. You can go from, I don't know how to curb my spending, to, I can learn how to curb my spending, to, I am 100% responsible for my spending decisions. That's a much stronger statement. You're holding yourself accountable in that last one. And the first one, you're just kind of giving up and you're saying, I don't know how. So you can go from, I don't know how, to, I can learn, to, I am 100% responsible. Here's another one. You can go from I'm bad at saving to I can save to it's safe for me to have lots of money in the bank or I love money and money loves me. Okay. Those are much more fun. They're much lighter. They're much stronger than I'm bad at saving. Okay. So you can see that link and we're taking a gentle step up. We're going from I'm bad at saving, just taking a little gentle neutral step up to I can save. And then we work our way up to it's safe for me to have lots of money in the bank or I love money and money loves me. You like that? You're moving from the identity of someone who believes they're bad with money to someone who is in control of their finances and someone who believes and knows that they are in control of their finances behaves much differently in this world than someone who says, I don't know, or says they're bad at it. 
Once you know what's happening in your brain, you can just practice it over and over again until you slowly retrain your brain to think like you want it to think. Instead of reaching for shame and guilt, you'll start reaching for empowerment. Pretty amazing tool, right? Okay, so here's your homework. I've included a free PDF at dinacataldo.com forward slash 50. Go get it. It's going to be awesome. Download it and it is going to walk you step by step on how you can do this exercise yourself in any area of your life. And I'm going to give you some suggestions to start with too. Please take my initial warnings to heart. It's easy to be hard on ourselves when we start taking a hard look at our lives. When you find yourself tempted to berate yourself or talk badly to yourself, just imagine saying those same words to someone you love. When you do that, you'll get an idea of how hurtful those words can be when we say them to ourselves all the time. All right, I hope you took something valuable away from this podcast. Be sure to grab the free download at dinacataldo.com forward slash 50 so you can start this mirror practice. I'll talk to you soon. Hi, lawyers. If you love Soul Roadmap Podcast, I want to tell you about a couple things that will jumpstart your life. The first is the 10-Day Lawyer Life Detox. We clear out stress and overwhelm in this self-study online coaching program. You can learn more at dinacataldo.com forward slash work with Dina. The second is my signature online group coaching program I do a couple times a year. While the 10-Day Lawyer Life Detox is like a quick refresh, the Lawyer Soul Roadmap is a deep dive. In this 10-week online program, I teach you how your brain works, why you do what you do, and how to reach your goals while creating ease in your life. If you're ready for more, join me at dinacataldo.com forward slash work with Dina. I'll see you there.